Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. And a very... Good morning to you as we get into the mix here on The Real NWAJB. Appreciate your finding us wherever you're at out there in sports radio land, doing it digitally these days here on the program. We appreciate the heck out of you. Josh Bertaccini coming at you from the Bunker studio. We built this thing from the ground up, y'all. The structure has been built from the ground up. And, uh, man, quality getting better. Working out some kinks here there every day. I love how intently and astute uh, your listenership is. If, if you catch something wonky, you're hitting me up. Folks, this is like walking the high wire. I'm like a, trape- a flying trapeze artist trying to talk sports at the same time every day. Nobody said it was easy. But it's certainly... What I want to be doing is spending time with y'all talking sports on the daily. Heck, we've gone six days a week nonstop since summertime. You make a, a changeover move. You go from one operation to another. Folks think, ah, oh, it's going to be time for you to throttle it back. Maybe no. Now is time to go all in. And we are all in on Arkansas Razorback Athletics. It is the 29th of November here on this Wednesday. And a day we were waiting for for quite some time this year. Tonight. Arkansas and Duke visions of the 94 national championship game or the elite eight contest that I got to watch courtside at the chase center in San Francisco a couple of years ago, coach K's final victory before hanging them up after losing to North Carolina in the next game in the final four. So um, you've played Duke a couple of times, not often, it's SEC, ACC, basketball challenge time. And no, it's not feast week. And no, it's not later in the year either. But I think there's obviously a mindset of, man, anytime Duke is in the house, it's uh, it's a rarity. It's a novelty. It's a one-off kind of thing. Duke in the house tonight at Bud Walton Arena. Coach K. No longer stalking the sideline for the Blue Devils. It's John Shire, former player, now into what his third season there and doing a nice job. Dukies at number seven nationally. This is a team that has a ton of size and they're going to try to bully you and badger you down low. Last night, the games got started. Give it up for the Q's. I'm sure we had more Q's fans last night than usual as they destroy LSU 80 to 57. That's the first meaningful win of the Adrian Autry era. Georgia Tech beating Mississippi State last night by eight. So that put the ACC and SEC at a game apiece. You got to decide conference affiliation or just teams you don't like. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kentucky blew out Miami 95 to 73. Clemson 85 77 over Alabama. That was a surprise. 
and we're off and running. And then there's tonight. Let's keep it going, shall we? A lot more games coming your way. You got Duke and Arkansas, 815 ESPN, whole country watching. Tennessee and North Carolina in front of that at UNC, a 10 versus 17 matchup, 615 ESPN. So those are the back-to-back nationally watched games tonight and two fantastic games. A&M Virginia's tasty on ESPN2. Florida and Wake Forest, I could do me some of that. Vatek Auburn's not bad. BC Vanderbilt, not atrocious either. This is a great couple of days of basketball. If you're Arkansas, you're four and three. Dukey's a five and a half point favorite on the road tonight. Visions of Coach K and Nolan Richardson running through our heads, but I know Scotty Thurman and a three-pointer from the wing are coming out to save you. Boy, can Arkansas use Corliss Williamson tonight. And a little pushing around down low. Hawks have lost three out of four. This is a very important basketball game. And we'll get to the return of Bobby Petrino here in just a moment. I know folks eager to get into the, you know, the the nonsense on that. Try to make some sense of the nonsense, and we'll do it in a minute. But this is a huge night for basketball. Arkansas trying to avoid losing its fourth game in five. That is not something that Eric Musselman teams are accustomed to. He had one stretch his first year where they lost four to five. But generally, this team finds ways to win basketball games. And so tonight, I expect to battle. Traymond Mark, a game-time decision. Arkansas's best offensive player. Man, he has got moves, always in attack mode. He's the lead dog on offense. And he likely will not play in this basketball game tonight. That hurts. I think it puts the pressure, the onus, more so on Brazil to step up. Trevon Brazil talked about nonstop by guys like me and pundits beyond NBA scouts, whatever, as a sure thing, top 10 draft pick. Get zero points against North Carolina the other night against a bigger team that defended him, you know, with different guys throughout. Oh, Trev played a terrible basketball game. They're against North Carolina with a lot of scouts watching. Now, sometimes the scouts watch you, the pressure's on. You kind of play out outside of yourself and not in a good way. Uh, I think Brazil's got a lot of growing up to do. You know, he's he's not played a lot of college basketball, did not play a ton of high school, not highly recruited. All of a sudden, you look up, the athleticism is out the wazoo. You're like, this guy is an NBA basketball player. But then you watch him play and you wonder how much organized basketball he's really played. Because he, he doesn't like to pass a lot. Not very fiery. The demeanor doesn't change too often. That's fine. But the in-between stuff, you know, the kicking players, the walking on players' faces, there's a little bit of punk factor going on there. Kind of like we saw with AB last year. Maybe that's where he got that from. And AB starting for the Magic now. So, hey, go be a punk, whatever. Arkansas and Duke, 8-15 tonight. Hogs need a loud crowd. I think they're going to get one. And you know what you're going to get? You know what you're going to get. I'm not giving away secrets, am I here? I hope you got your popcorn ready. I hope you got your tickets ready. Because you know what you're going to get tonight? You're going to get an old friend, an old ex, back in the house. Oh, baby. We are going back to the future with Bobby Petrino. Let's hop in the DeLorean and let's pretend it's 2009-2010 again. Those weren't such bad years. I'll take now over then, but hey. Maybe that's what the University of Arkansas wants you to believe, is that if you chase the past and go back to the future, it's all going to be okay again. Look, it's not like there are a lot of options left. This athletic department 
is hanging on by the skin of its teeth right now. I don't know if there's another athletic department in the country that is more out of touch with what fans are expecting out of it than the University of Arkansas Athletic Department. I mean, they are in their own bubble. As I tell you in the regular, they live in a Kremlin-esque shroud of secrecy. I don't think they really listen to what people say. I think it's more about what they think people should believe, unfortunately. And we haven't had a lot of answers here. And so all of a sudden, you just don't have a lot of people who want to come here and take this job. Certainly not in the House of Cards situation that Arkansas has set it up in right now. I mean, Hunter Juracek literally hamstringing himself, if not shooting himself in both feet metaphorically, with that weird tweet, and then he still hasn't said anything really publicly. The whole reendorsing of Pittman's been odd. So you kind of stuck yourself with that horse for you know at least another few months. So how do you get an offensive coordinator in here who's going to come in, agree to be on a ship that's already taking on water, when the odds are in a year, you're going to be looking for new employment again? You've got to find somebody who's willing to do it for just a year. And so that's what you got with Bobby Petrino yesterday. Uh, The rumors had been out there really for years. We can't deny that. It has been one of the elephants in the room for a long time. I think people feel like there's unfinished business there. I compared it to an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. And, you know, you're thinking about that. And how maybe, you know, it wasn't always a clean break, usually not. Sometimes you feel like there was some unfinished business there, a thing or two you didn't get to say, a place you didn't get to go, something that just didn't wrap up neatly. Because life doesn't wrap up neatly like that. Well, for those folks, I mean, you are living a dream here today. And I got to imagine the early returns on Bobby Petrino, who's not been officially introduced yet. You got to figure it's imminent as the Arkansas Razorback offensive coordinator. But he's back, baby. There were not a lot of options for Arkansas. This is not a sexy job to have. You got Sam Pittman, who's a lame duck coach. Um, The word flying around, maybe Petrino agreed to be the head coach and waiting. I don't know if that would be agreed to. I don't think you'd be able to keep that a secret from Sam. But I look at what's happened recently. I don't go to 12, 13, 15 years ago. You know, the the run that Petrino had for four years was remarkable at Arkansas. Unbelievable. But it's gone. And it's not coming back again. And so Bobby Petrino being here for a year does make it feel a little bit full circle. Absolutely. But I'm not sure it's for the right reasons. I think it's almost like a, hey, look at me move by the University of Arkansas Athletic Department. Hey, Bobby Petrino, there's a sizable portion, a very vocal minority that says he should still be the head coach. Let's bring him back. Look, Petrino's a tremendous play caller. I don't think that's gone away just because he's up in the box now. But Texas A&M tried this this past year, didn't they? I mean, Bobby Petrino, this guy... Change his jobs and whatever he says is coming out of both sides of his mouth. Remember, he agreed to be UNLV's head coach. And then a few minutes later, got a call for three days later, got a call from Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. They were desperate for a stopgap OC for a year. Jimbo was on the ropes. Bobby quits on UNLV three days later. I'm talking about the Atlanta quitting all those years ago, the Falcons in like three weeks. He quit three days into UNLV, moves to College Station, supposed to prop up Jimbo Fisher and save that program. And that didn't work at all. Oh, but Bobby's offense was great. It wasn't great. It was decent. Some of his concepts and schemes a little dated these days, but the guy's a great quarterback mind. He knows how to make an offense. Um, Texas A&M's offense was okay this year. And then Jimbo Fisher got fired and Bobby Petrino was told he was no longer wanted. So that's why he was a free agent again. 
And here's Petrino, you know, really a vagabond path throughout his career. The ups and downs and the all-arounds. Louisville for a second time. Missouri State. UNLV for a minute. Falcons for a few weeks. Arkansas for a few years. And now he's back again. Been trying to think about this. And, and really, the first reaction passes. And then you got to be practical about it. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Everybody wants to watch a circus. You always turn your head to see something entertaining. It's not like this isn't going to be entertaining. I think tonight, it's going to be one of the coolest things we've seen in person is Bobby Petrino at Packed House at Bud Walton, national television. And I think your reaction to him is going to say it all. I expect Bobby Petrino to get a standing ovation at Bud Walton Arena tonight. And what does that say about us? Because I'll be one of the folks in the arena, and I'm probably going to give him a standing ovation too. I love the idea of second chances. I do not like the idea of chasing the past. I think this is a complicated scenario. I mean, I should, I, I think, I sure really think this ship has already sunk. I, I don't think Arkansas Razorback football is now suddenly going to be resuscitated by Bobby Petrino helping with recruiting a little bit and calling some plays. I mean, I think it makes Jacoby Criswell feel better about staying. Probably keeps Malachi Singleton. I think certain recruits will stay. But Bobby Petrino never been a player's coach. And the last time he was here, it certainly wasn't. And that's not including all the shenanigans. I mean, the guy was a downright jerk to players and fellow coaches and employees and media. And I mean, he thought his you-know-what didn't stink. And with the kind of run he was having here... Maybe it didn't. But then when it all came crashing down, man, talk about egg on the face and neck in the brace and motorcycle in the ditch. And when I came out, there was a lady there. And that guy put so much laughing stock material out there about the University of Arkansas. It, it was just such a disservice. And it wasn't just that he was running around sleeping with all the all the gals on the side, couple who were absolute hotties. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, he was a baller coach, but you know, you're in your 50s and you're running around with 20-somethings. Look, again, I know some people do that professionally. Good for them to live their lives like that. But you're supposed to be a morally upstanding leader of young men. I would like to think that's part of the idea of what you're doing here. And you want to do things kind of the right way. Well, there was Petrino. I mean, I, I'm going to take shots at Hugh Freeze. Let's go back to Petrino. Run around him happily married, blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, dating every girl he can get his eyes on. And then that wasn't why he got fired, y'all. Let's remember what happened. He violated federal hiring policies for a public university. He broke EEO rules. I mean, really, Jeff Long was lucky he didn't get terminated immediately, too, signing off on it. And U of A could have been fined and criminally investigated. But Bobby, he did all this. Bobby Petrino did by hiring his mistress. Paying her, buying her a house, a car, that's what broke the rules. And then lying to his boss on top of it and all the rest of it about what had happened. But he put everybody in a really bad spot. I mean, there was a chance people could have faced criminal charges, like I said, that the university paid tons of fines. There was also a big chance that you created your football program. And let's not forget, that's exactly what Bobby Petrino left Arkansas with, a cratered football program. We want to blame Jeff Long. We want to blame John L. Smith or Chad Morris or now Sam Pittman. No, no, it was Petrino. The mistake Long made was probably hiring Petrino with his baggage in the first place, but you did get four great years out of him.
And then Bobby Petrino did Bobby Petrino things. And I certainly didn't shed any tears for him. And here we are now, Razorback football fans, desperate for something to feel good about because of the continued ineptitude and confusion that they are seeing ensue from the Kremlin. This is the Kremlin's best shot at redemption? Is this? Not an up-and-comer. Not a new head coach. Not let's fix the bigger issues now. Let's kick the can down the road. See if Bobby Petrino can generate a little buzz and some more ticket sales, which he probably will in the short term. And then you go out next season and you probably have another mediocre kind of year. I mean, you got a great home schedule, but I don't think you're going to win a lot of those games. You go five and seven, six and six, kind of like Petrino and Jimbo this year. And I think you're starting over next year. I mean, so this is, don't look at, to me, this is Hunter Juracek in the University of Arkansas saying, don't look this way, look that way. And in the short term, it'll work. I don't think we really fixed anything. It sure is interesting to see this whole thing come full circle. Lots of folks around the country using Arkansas as bulletin board material, as you know, comedic material. You're going to have to lean into this. You're a Razorback fan. You're going to have to lean into this because there's nothing you can do about it. Everybody in the country is now talking about you for jokey reasons. So let's just remember that. Not that you have to care so much about what they think about you, but the perspective nationally, just being on the phone, talking to a good 15, 20 people, getting their thoughts last night, and then a couple more this morning. We'll talk to Ben Kirchival in a few minutes from CBS2. This is a perplexing move. It's definitely a little Gwen Stefani-ish, right? Like you are chasing that hollaback girl. Although in the song, she's like, ain't no hollaback girl, except when it's Bobby P. Question of the day today. Let's ask this one. Um, I want reactions. What was your first reaction to Bobby Petrino's OC return to Razorback football? Now, again, not officially announced yet. Expecting word to break sometime this morning or this afternoon. And then I'll skip tonight. I don't get a press conference today because apparently the Kremlin doesn't want to do that anymore. But I'm thinking tonight at Bud Walton, Bobby Petrino is announced and the 20,000 there are going to be screaming. That's going to be a moment. That's going to be a moment tonight. Looking forward to it. Hope you got your tickets and your popcorn ready. Basketball talk, football talk. Very long out the gates for 20 minutes in already. First reaction to Bobby Petrino's OC return to Razorback football. And we'll give you some food for thought up on the board with the answer option. Super stoked. I'm sure that'll get a ton of love today. Staying skeptical. Harder to be that person. Soul selling stopgap. Ooh, scathing. Or, so, who's in charge? Write in whatever you want. I figured a gift might not do it justice today. I thought a lot of neck braces if we went in that direction. You know what I'm saying? All right, 7.30. Josh Bertaccini coming at you. TV Media, Bunker Studio, six days a week. I, no post game this weekend. For the first time since August. That'll be nice. I don't know what to do with myself, but it'll be nice. I tell you what. All right. Take a quick time out. Let's do it here. I'm going to take some calls too. When we come back, you tell me what you think about this move by Hunter Yurichek, by the Razorback Athletic Department. What do you make of Bobby Petrino back in the house in Fayetteville?
JB with you. We're coming right back. When it's Stay time tuned. to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479 250 When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the head hog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Your boy is back. Let's blow through the stop sign here. Let's just keep going. Ben Kirchhoff, CBS Sports, good friend of the show. Then we got all kinds of setups now, so we can just go from this, Bluetooth it through that. And I think you're going to hear me on the show just fine. Can you hear me, BK? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. So look at that. We're versatile now. We can make this happen all kinds of different ways. You know, if we want, we can even go back in the day and bring back an old coach and just, you know, call it good. We can do all kinds of things in Arkansas, Ben. We can do all. We're flexible. Uh, at Ben Kirchival, CBS Sports editor, scribe, good friend of mine. This guy was all over it yesterday. One of the first people to text me when word broke that this was likely a done deal was BK. And it was uh, it was a little bit of a chuckle text. Ben, how you doing today? Thanks for coming on with us. I'm good. And the first thing I keep thinking about is that presser. Coming out with a busted face and a neck brace and that sugar ball hat. 
Hello, there saying was, to himself, look what I've done for y'all. When I came out of the ditch, there was a lady there. Look what I've done for you guys. And 11 years later, bring him back. Okay, so there's positives and negatives, and this is not black and white. And Arkansas was painted in a corner, and you know that the season has been a disaster for Sam Pittman, decreasingly competitive as it's gone on. Hunter Juracek reaffirming his confidence in the head coach over and over via Twitter. It's just been so odd. They had to do something, and this is what they did. Give me your give me your analysis of this move, BK. Boy, Arkansas is SEC. Because it may not be Texas A&M levels of crazy. It may not be the LSU levels of crazy. We're bringing Bobby Petrino back is a little crazy. Yes. Because, because it's talking about the power players or a faction of the of those power players getting in your this year. And you don't, I guess you don't want to make a move with Pittman, but you got to do something. And there are enough people with influence to come in and say, this is what you're doing. Yeah. PK, I almost feel like they didn't have options, right? Because if Sam Pittman is truly a lame duck coach, like it seems like he is, then you got to be willing to sign up for a one-year venture, right? And that's kind of what Petrino did with Jimbo last year at AM, a one-year deal. Jimbo run out the door. Next. Um, was this kind of Arkansas just doing a stopgap move, do you think? Is it a one-year deal, or are there people who want him to be the head coach? I think a lot of us, myself included, would like this more if he were the head coach now, for the record. Yes. Here's what I would want to know. If you're going to bring him back as an offensive coordinator with the idea that if Pittman doesn't work out, we're going to promote him, why wouldn't you just do it? That's what I don't understand. And so now who's the head coach? Who's in charge? I mean, it seems like it's... It's Bobby now, right? But then in title, it's Sam, but nobody takes that seriously. Very, very interesting development here. At least we know there will be no debate about play calling. Sam hadn't done know how to call a play to save his life. So that's a big a guy who's never called plays. Right? Oh, man. You sound, you sound, you sound, yeah, go ahead. Much of this. Go ahead is also with KJ Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now look, Bobby Vicino can't fix the offensive line by himself. And there might have to be some Portland action going on there, even though I think offensive linemen are like really good offensive linemen are, are limited there. But in terms of getting immediate results with a quarterback, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, that would be what KJ's 12th year or 13th year. I think he has two medical degrees by now. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking Criswell who's already on campus, Malachi Singleton, their blue chip, uh, incoming quarterback. I think this move building off of what you said really was catered to the quarterbacks. Even if it's not just KJ, it's almost like demoting Sam Pittman back to O-line coach too, because you couldn't actually do that, but now you did. I'm out, I'm completely stunned. They haven't fired Cody Kennedy, their old line coach yet. You know what I'm saying? They're horrible on the line this year, BK. Yeah, that's bad. My that, that might be coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, let, let's keep going. Um, Will, let me ask you this point blank before we leave the Arkansas part alone. I, I get a quick thought out of you on Elko. Is there a scenario where this works out? Is there a best case scenario with this move? And what is that scenario, Benjamin, for Arkansas? 
I took a glance at your schedule next year. You don't play Alabama or Georgia. Now you get heavy rivalries, LSU, Texas, Texas A&M, Missouri. Yeah. Those are juiced up games. You have a pretty easy non-conference. Can you go four and four in the SEC win seven, eight games? Yeah, I think that's your turnaround. I mean, if they win. Can you do it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, upside though. You gave me one. You play well and you win seven or eight. They go eight and four. I mean, Hunter Yurchak's going to bend over backwards to give Sam Pittman a hefty extension. If they go eight and four, he's going to quadruple his salary. Um, sounds about right. You say it's not a bad night. They they go to Oklahoma State in week two next year in Stillwater. That's it's almost a must win for them, I think. Um, ben Kirchval, CBS Sports. You got to lean into the humor here, don't you, Ben? You got to lean into it. It's the only way to get through this. Like I said, Arkansas and Loki, you know, they're they're Ozark. <laughs> Crazy. In a good way, baby. We outlaws. In a, in a, we yeah. outlaws. Yeah. And you know, nobody wanted yeah. to touch us during the Civil War either. The battle, right? Missouri and Arkansas kept trading it back and forth between the Union and the Confederacy. And so we are. I'm just saying, yeah. when they say it, it just means more in the SEC. Arkansas applies. Absolutely, we are our own thing here. I know exactly what you're saying. It's taken me 20 years of living here to be able to say we with this accent of mine, but I'm proud that I can do it. BK Mike Elko in at AM saying all the right things. Is this really some great next step forward for that Aggie program like they would have us all believe? Well, I'll tell you what, the times they were good is when he was there as DC. True. True. I mean, culture, not just on defense. Culturally, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really started to go down the tank once he left. And look what he did at Duke. Even this year, they went at seven and five, but they were difficult and competitive in pretty much every game except one, even without Riley Leonard. Mm-hmm. True. So, is it is it a good hire? Yes. Do I think they went about it weirdly? Yes. Well, do I think it'll work out? I don't know. I think they're paying him. The contract seems a little more reined in than Jimbo's deal, doesn't it? A little more reined in. What would you mean? Oh, you mean the non-guaranteed incentive-laden contracts? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Um, what do you make of Mississippi State hiring Lebby from OU to be its next guy? Oklahoma was happy to get rid of him. Really? Okay. Well, it had a lot more to do with the Art Briles stuff than the play calling. Yeah. But they weren't super threat about that. Okay. Interesting. Are we seeing the end of Jim Harbaugh at Michigan? I mean, his team's playing great. He only needs to be on the cell phone right on his couch at home, and they're good. I just think maybe maybe this is the end at Michigan. Maybe he wins the title and waltzes back to the NFL. I get a feeling like maybe it's it's run its course. Is that a crazy thought about Harbaugh in Michigan? Doesn't it seem to run its course with him about once every seven years? Absolutely. Maybe, maybe more, so, maybe yeah, more frequently it, than that. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And you're dealing with two NCAA things and he's not interested in that. Go back to call plays. Okay. And stop cheating. Stop spy gating it up. Who's Syracuse's next coach going to be? Nobody's going to ask you that today on the radio. BK, no matter how many spots you do, who is Syracuse's next football coach? Uh, I'm going to say Fran Brown. I'm going to pull that from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it might be the guy. Hey, 
the Georgia resume. As soon as he said that he had uh, been an intern at Georgia for a minute, Syracuse was like, really? And you want to work here? Yeah, man. Hey, everybody needs a first job. Exactly. Enjoy the cold, Mr. Brown. Enjoy the cold. Uh, ben Kirchival, CBS Sports, watching the Bobby Petrino story closely from afar. That can be done these days. Um, Arkansas Duke played tonight, BK. I am like 99% sure that they're going to introduce Bobby Petrino to this game and give him a standing ovation. So I will uh, shoot you a picture, a text picture, if and when that happens. Thanks for the time. Have a great week. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. Take care. There you go. BK crushing it, ripping it up. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the Square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work, to branding new businesses, or rebranding an existing business, to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram, at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach I'm a diehard Razorback fan, too. Go Hawks! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. The man, the myth, the legend himself, doing his thing for Arkansas Rivals, good friend of the show. Great to catch up with him on a Wednesday. Last week off for a little turkey time, but we've got JC on the other side of the line right now. What's up, Jackson? How are you? I'm doing great, JB. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have you on. How was your Thanksgiving? Did you stay up north or did you come back down south? 
You know, it was actually a really great Thanksgiving. We stayed up north. Uh, we we were cooking like a whole five course meal. Mm-hmm. It was two of us and fiance. And, you know, used some recipes from my grandma, used some recipes from her family, made a whole feast. Nice. Sometimes those are the best holidays when you just low key it. You take the pressure cooker and you turn it way down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was really nice. We got like four or five days just hanging out, the two of us, watching football and all that sort of stuff. Question of the day. What was your first reaction yesterday or even this morning that you had a night to sleep on it? What's your first reaction to Petrino back to Arkansas? Oh, goodness. Like It was one of those things yesterday when the news started breaking. I was like, there's no way. There, there's just no way. And then it kept snowballing and, you know, started actually happening. And I guess I'm just sort of in disbelief, but like excited as well. Look, it doesn't matter necessarily. Like, obviously, Arkansas needs a conference coordinator. Um, Arkansas's offense needs to improve. Um, and objectively, he checks a lot of boxes. He's had coaching experience. He's never had the issue with players playing hard for him, like they did with Enos this past year. He's a great offensive mind, all that sort of stuff. So, on paper, it's a good hire, regardless of, of the past. Then you take into account the fan base was down bad i mean two of the last three home games against auburn and missouri were awful there was no momentum going into the off season Pittman even kind of dodged the question he said i don't know next question when, when trey biddy asked him about building momentum i think hiring petrino kind of rectifies all of them because you do make a good offense coordinator hire now you also have a lot of momentum the fan base is fired up again coming off a four and eight season because for, for better or the worse, they're all nostalgic and yeah. hopeful, wanting Bobby Petrino in 2010, 2011. All right, I'm going to jump in here because I like your response. You paint the picture of how they were in a corner. They needed a move to get out of it. You said this move. You're, you're a lawyer. You're great with words. You said it rectified the whole situation. I think that's a little extreme. I look at it more like a stopgap. You said it fired up the fan base. It definitely fired up the vocal minority of Razorback fans who have never let go of their love for Bobby Petrino. You are absolutely right about that. Did this convince the masses that everything is fixed? I'll tell you what, Jackson. I think it would have convinced them more if they just announced Petrino was the head coach again. Like, who's in charge now? How about that for a question? Who's really in charge now? Yeah, so I think that's fair. And I think it's going to be one of those situations where obviously Pittman's still going to be the head coach. And I would imagine, and I don't know this for sure, but I would imagine Petrino just has full control over the offense. He he does whatever he wants on the offensive side of the ball. He can hire his own coordinators. And Pittman just stands out of the way. With with Petrino having his head coaching experience, you know, potentially trying to get another head coaching job uh, in the near future, I think that would make the most sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Doesn't it feel a little bit like A&M, just stopgap and Fisher for a year? I mean, the parallel is is too obvious to me. I I think so. It could, uh, you know, and I think it's going to go one of two ways. I don't really think there's there's room for a middle ground. I think this... Works phenomenally, and you know, Petrino's here for one little time. Different offensive coordinator after that. Petrino goes to head coach, and Pittman stays on after a successful year. Or it crashes and burns, and everybody's fixed. Yep. How are they going to go around? You're a lawyer. 
how are they going to go around the legal rules? You're not supposed to be able to bring an employee back who's been fired for cause. He violated federal EEO guidelines by making his his blondie girlfriend, you know, his uh, paid employee. He bought her a house and a car, illegal use of funds. There's so many things he did that they had to brush under the rug when they fired him. How are you going to rip off those uh, Band-Aids and bring it all back again? Doesn't it seem like the U of A is putting itself in a little bit of a legal quandary here? Potentially, but I think they would cover their bases. Like I think the the whole clause policy about not being able to hire someone back after firing with cause. I think you can, the president of the university system can offer an exemption. So technically, if they get approval from the university system's president, then that part is satisfied. And on the other aspects of it, I think. Still uh, good look. I haven't read up on it myself. Chase, hold, on, JC. Hold, hold on, JC. Hold on, JC. Different attorneys who have said that the statute of limitations might have run on those as well. Okay. Here's my point. What you just said, right? That there's there's probably a way around it, but it's still not a good look. Agreed? Still not a good look. It's probably not the best look, no. But again, it's 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 a football program in desperation. Correct. How out of touch has the athletic department seemed with the fan base the last few months? I mean, like they're in different dimensions or something. Yesterday, Hunter Yurchek's putting out that video. We need money from the plebeians. Please help us pay our overpaid coach buyouts. Everybody's got to chip in. And then they just get railed on social media. Like now is probably not the right time to ask for more money from people who don't have a lot. You know? Yeah, and it you know the economy is not the best either. No. A lot of people are hurting, so I I can understand that for sure. And I I think part of my issue with it too is not the whole idea of having fans pay for things. It's the fact that the the monthly payments were so high. Yeah, like find an average Arkansan who can flip a bill for fifty dollars a month. Like and that's the that's the cheapest plan, right? 50 extra dollars a month right now. Now, I mean, I work in radio, but no, I'm with you. There are a lot of folks, Jackson, $600 a year, right? Like that's the, we, I mean, if you could, if we, you could roll out an option that's like five or 10 bucks a month. Yeah. I think you'd have more people willing to contribute to it. Well, I don't think there's any question. You lower the price point there. You get more people to sign up, but I, I like your point just about overall to expect people. I mean, to make decisions between insurance, you know, between, Keeping the, the heat on or chipping into coaching buyouts, that just seems a little loony to me. All right. And I, I yeah. think that it's it's a step in the right direction because the university needed something. And so it's going to have its its problems and stuff right away. But, you know, it, it needed to do something. It did something. And a lot of people are uncomfortable about it. The optics were bad. I think the optics are great. Coming off a of past football season, you didn't fire your coach. Um, now you're trying to raise money on top of that. And then, by the way, here's Bobby Petrino. <laughs> right. Right. Well, hey, seven, eight great minutes out of Jackson Collier on Arkansas Edge, the new NIL collective that Arkansas strangely announced yesterday. And then the Petrino stuff. And we talked about that, too. You'd think there wasn't a monster basketball game at Bud Walton Arena tonight, but... You know, we're a couple of hoops nerds here, JC. We've been waiting for this thing for months. I remember talking with you about this game as soon as it was announced. This is a really important, not just nostalgia, like we started talking about with Petrino. Arkansas needs a win tonight, and they might not have their leading score. So uh, give me a thought on this matchup with Duke. Not a huge fan of the matchup, especially if T-Mark isn't there. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Duke is a really good basketball team. Filipowski is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's really good at the five spot, which is a, an area where Arkansas has struggled to defend already this year. Um, and he can step out on the perimeter. I don't know exactly how Musselman intends to defend him with the, with with the way that Arkansas has played defense so far this year. It hasn't been good. Um, Duke has really good point guard play too. Arkansas has given up a lot of points to point guards this year. Look, it, it's Eric Musselman. It's Arkansas basketball, and Arkansas has a talented roster. We don't know the status of Tremont Mark. I would assume he's not going to play, but there's no one. They've told us point blank there is no one. Um, he ain't playing tonight. Just, he ain't playing tonight. Do what? I don't think he's playing tonight. I think he has a really swollen back right so. now. Yeah. I would not imagine so. No. It's going to be a tough matchup. And I think I like Duke in this matchup. Hopefully the crowd shows up. Hopefully Arkansas will keep it close. Uh, they really need to find a way to pull out a win. Just tell me stuff. Uh, man, Jackson, that's that's about as that's about as tough a take as you're going to give this basketball team. I think we're parking our cars in the same garage. Obviously, rooting for a huge win tonight, but this is not a good matchup. I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. I'm worried about the size. I know I'm a broken record on that, but in the Bahamas, that size was exposed. Memphis was physically bigger. North Carolina looked like a bunch of giants out there against Arkansas's front court, and I think we're going to see more of that against Duke tonight. I'm not saying this Arkansas team can't improve and find ways to get better and make a run. They might be a sweet team again but i don't see enough physicality to be one of the last final four teams standing i hope i'm wrong but they seem a little undersized jc early returns for me undersized yes i think that it's really just a lack of physicality in the mm-hmm. post and it's three spot this one specifically mentioned the three spot lack of size lack of physicality like they've had in previous years with all dc tony and stuff um, so I think that's a big factor, but also I don't think the offensive scheme has been bad. They're right. running ISO basketball. Very it's weird. not working. They're not having high assist rate at all. They have more turnovers than assists this year. Uh, it seems like the offense is taking forever to get into a set and running an overload or running an isolation situation than getting deep into the shot clock. There's no open shot. People are passing the ball away from themselves to get it out of their hands. And it's like, oh, Mark, or battle, go score and, and, and save us. Well, let me build on that. The problem is Trevon Brazil looks out of sorts right now. Couldn't even score against North Carolina. Kind of forcing it one-on-one. Look, you, you put together the highlights of him blocking shots and dunking, and he's a top 10 draft pick. We already know that. But there's something about him right now. I don't know if it's a... Is it a killer instinct that he's lacking? I don't know. I mean, he's got a little bit of that chippiness in him because he loves getting technicals. He got a, a technical or flagrant in every game in the Bahamas for the the kick in the back, the walking on the guy's head. I mean, he does a lot of a nickel and dime stuff for a player that good. I think you need to be more in control of yourself and you certainly need to be more of a facilitator offensively. I, I haven't seen a lot of... A lot of great stuff out of Trev so far. Tonight would be a nice night to ball out and keep your team in the game, Jackson. No, absolutely. And I would agree with that. I mean, Trevin's he's scored and he's rebounded. Uh, but you watched the film. He hadn't played particularly good defense no. in the post or even on the perimeter. His shot tends to have been bad on the perimeter. It's, it's almost like he, if, if anybody brings him out from under the basket on the perimeter, they're going to get an open look, even if he's in position to contest because he hasn't been. Early move on the offensive end of the floor. Don't know if that's a him or if that's the scheme, but it seems like they just kind of put him in the corner and yep. spot up shooting hard yep. instead of a true rim running. 
Okay. And I'm not trying to be like super overly critical. I You're not. No. Things going out. I agree. No, we're on the same page, man. I was more critical than you anyway. So uh, let me let you get out of here. I keep you on all day. I love schmoozing with you. Uh, maybe next week we talk favorite uh, favorite Christmas tunes. Okay. Something like that to lighten the mood. Okay. Great calls. Y'all crushed it all morning long. Loaded up on the phones. Podbean Live. It's a heck of an app. Check it out if you're not already. You get it downloaded quick and easy, free from the app store. When the show pops on live in the morning, shortly after 7. Had some of the uh, kiddo stuff running around the house today, so maybe a minute or two later than usual. When the show pops on, you'll see that red light blinking. And you click it, and you're in the room. Audio quality, tremendous. And then if you want to place a call, you just tap on the call part. Enable that mic access, and away you go. Question of the day today. We asked you early. Couple hours ago, bright and early today, first reaction to Bobby Petrino's OC return to Razorback football. First reaction to Bobby Petrino's return. Gave you some options on the board, some food for thought. Super stoked. Staying skeptical. Soul selling stopgap. Are we using alliteration today? Or so, who's in charge? Here's the voting on Twitter so far. Super stoked, 60%. This is the the Petrino Cruz day to celebrate. I get it. Staying skeptical, 20%. That's a healthy number. I'm glad to see that number so strong. Soul selling stopgap, 12%. This is pretty honest voting. So who's in charge, 9%. That's a fair question, too. Charlie's thing is to announce it at the volleyball game. Wouldn't that be funny? BT, this is like strapping a rocket to your wooden ship and bending it gets you across the ocean before it sets the ship on fire. That's an unbelievable metaphor. Uh, my guy, David, get ready to be a meme around the country all season. You know, hog fans are not going to like that. Blake, I'm not super stoked, but at this point, it was hard to think of a realistic, better option. Pearson has the hand. He says, welcome back, my friend. Welcome and that's what you got. Uh, Adrian writes in, this screams of desperation. I believe the university paid that gal some money to go away. How are we going to do this again? Todd stoked. Here's a picture of my son with Bobby back in 2009. Tyler, I believe in second chances. I hope he's changed for the better and helps us get better. Sarah, cautiously optimistic. Chris, absolutely stoked. Things are looking up. Tracy, super stoked. Aaron, can he take some offensive linemen with him? Shane, no one really wants to know my first reaction. Clay, that's actually kind of funny, Shane. Clay, skeptical, hoping it works out for the sake of the football program. Angie, super stoked. Jerry, Hail Mary pass? That's exactly what it feels like. Mike, super move. Atticus, who's in charge of this thing? These are fair questions, y'all. Tim, uh, stoked? and thinking he'll fall into the head coaching job when Sam retires. Matty, Hunter Yurchek's job is on the line now for sure if this flops. What a desperation heave by him. It is what it is. Rick, stoked. Bobby, soul-selling stopgap. Always skeptical. That's a great post out of Bobby P. Greg, embarrassed. Who's in charge? We are the Branson, Missouri of college football. If it was popular 12 years ago, it should work now, right? That's a pretty good comparison. You guys are digging deep today. You guys were ready. You guys were ready. 
for this one. And you delivered. I feel like this was an A-plus performance out of the crew. I don't give those out very often. Stevie Wright, I could do this all day. There's so many responses this morning. Stevie, I wonder how many people reading this post haven't done stupid things themselves, JB. We have former presidents who have had open affairs with porn stars while they were married. This is true. Says, I don't know or care enough to know Petrino's heart about the matter, but I believe in second chances. This is true. Let's not forget about Chancellor Steinmetz, too. Another name we're not supposed to bring up anymore, according to the Kremlin. But the previous chancellor had an ongoing uh, threesome, menage a trois thing going on there with some dude and his wife. And so sex scandals at the U of A are kind of par for the course. Kind of par for the course. All right. That's what we got coming in on the program here today. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJB on the tweets, the Facebook, the Instagram. It's the same across all social media. And if you can't find us there, just type my dang name in, Josh Berticini. It is as it sounds. B-E-R-T, can I spell it? Or no? B-E-R-T like Bert. A-C-C like the conference. Arkansas is going to beat tonight in basketball. And then you stick that I-N-I. At Italiano, Ini, right? Linguini, Fettuccini, Bertaccini. You type that in, I think you're going to find what you're looking for. Chat room has been lit. Chat room has stayed lit. Phenomenal work by y'all throughout the show. So uh, there we go. Uh, not going to have too much time to get to more of that, but you guys brought it and made this a ton of fun today. And so on that note, I think today is going to be a very interesting day. Arkansas Duke basketball tonight, all kinds of fired up for it. And uh, man, if you were at the game, I'm telling you, I told you yesterday, Bobby Petrino will be introduced to this game tonight. It's going to happen and um, it's going to be quite the event to be at. So if you haven't gotten your tickets already, I'm seeing some out there. hundred bucks. 110. That ain't bad for this experience. These things were going for three, four hundred dollars a couple of weeks ago. Heck, if it wasn't for the Petrino thing, I think that might be going for under a hundred dollars. But that's more about Arkansas and its struggles right now than seeing Duke. Um, this could be a fun night. I think a nap is in order at some point today, right? But we're gonna get there. And on that note, 90 minutes in the can as we make it happen for you live each and every morning. Podbean Live, streaming the real NWAJB.com for the whole Team B media crew on the day BP returns to the place that he built up and then wrecked on a motorcycle. We sure had a lot to talk about. Thank you to Jackson Collier from Rivals and Kirchival from CBS Sports. All you folks who called and all you fine folks who just plain listen. For the whole crew, I'm JB. Have a great day. I'll see you tonight in the game and right back tomorrow at 7.